the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God created us to speak to us about himself, about his will. Why did you think the Bible says the word became flesh? Why did Jesus become a person? You know, the Bible says in First John, in, in the first chapter of John, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us for a while. Here, here's why. You know, the Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of God. You don't really need to have to, to look very far to understand that there's a God. The Bible says just look into the heavens. Look at the wonders of creation and you'll be convinced that there's God. But that, is that true? No. People didn't believe even though it's evident that there's a God. There's still people who says, well, you know, I mean, you know, the evidence might be all over the place, but I'm not going to believe. That's why the Word became flesh. Because it's not enough for humanity to simply look at the evidence in, the, in creation to believe that there's a God. So the Word became flesh. His name is Jesus. Do you want to pray victoriously? Allow God to speak to you through his word. Don't cut him off. Listen to his voice. Honor his word. Honor what he has to say. What he has to say is, is, is not just for his own glory and his own goodness, but it's also to our benefit. Okay? If there's, if there's anything that I could encourage us as a church and as individual Christians is to make that commitment this, this coming year to, to hear God speak. He speaks to us through His Word. He often speaks to us through our situations. He wants us to seek Him. He's not far away. He's a breath away. And He wants to speak to us His will. Let's not ever ignore the opportunity of hearing God's word, God's voice in our lives. And you know, you're probably saying, well, you know, how do I hear the word of God? How do I hear the voice of God? You know, if you're a follower of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is with you, okay? If you trusted Jesus, Jesus dwells in you. Remember last Sunday, uh, the mystery of Christmas has now been revealed. Whereas people just believe that God is with us, Okay? That God who is with us is now the God who is in us by the person of the Holy Spirit. So God intends to speak to us. He intends to have that intimacy with us. And that's the first goal. That's the first purpose. That's, the, in fact, the main purpose of praying. And when we get to that point in our lives, when we are, you know, committed to that, Whatever happens in life, we will have the courage to face. We will have what it takes, you know, to have the confidence. That's why the disciples, when they write the Bible, when they, they write things like, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. 
what audacity how, how do they know because they're intimate with God they know who God is and what he has to say now let's talk about the gift of victorious praying and victory in praying is a gift I want us to, to kind of um, settle that in our minds for a little bit victory in praying is a gift from God okay and here's why okay the gift of victorious praying is it's not incidental but it's unilateral okay i'll explain that in a minute verses seven to nine it says cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you it didn't say cast some of your anxieties it didn't say cast some of your troubles it didn't say cast some of your heartache some of your pain it says cast all all of them on him because he cares for you be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. A couple of things before we get to the point of, of, of this second, um, of the, this, this goal or this gift of victorious praying. Number one, we need to understand that Prayer is a covenant with God. It's a covenant. A covenant is a kind of agreement that God gives us as a free gift. Okay? If you are a child of God, God has uh, given us this covenant that we can have access to Him. He assures His children that nothing will happen to them outside of His knowledge and control. That's a promise offered only to God's children. He didn't give that promise to anybody in the world. That covenant, that promise was only given to those who put their faith in Jesus. That's important to understand because when you see a lot of prayer, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I'm praying to God, but He's not answering me. But maybe because He's not answering, maybe because you don't belong to Him. So understand that victorious praying is, is a gift because it is a covenant that God has established with you and I. And, and, and we have a very small part in it, okay? Our part is to respond in faith. That's, 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 that's our part. The gift itself, victory itself is a gift from God. Our part in it is to simply put our trust, put our faith in Him, Okay, this becomes a one-sided covenant. This becomes a, a, a unilateral, meaning only God is now taking charge. Oh, only God is victorious in the praying. Okay, we, you and I can't take credit for having victory in this whole thing because it's God that gives us the victory through Christ. And I, I, I need to make that clear because sometimes when we pray, we think that we're the ones victorious. No, it's a unilateral gift. This is God's victory because He guarantees that when we trust Him, that we don't have to do anything. He will provide the victory on His own. We have no part in that victory. It is always God's victory. Our part is to supply the trust, is to supply the faith. And the way, of course, we show that trust 
is to stand strong and be alert to anything that goes against the will of God. That's our responsibility. Our responsibility is to honor the will of God. To honor God. Honor, honoring God is honoring His will. That's what is expected of us. Victory always, always belongs to the Lord. Always. There's nothing that we bring into that victory except to do the things that Peter recommends. Okay, He recommends three things very quickly. Number one, cast all your anxieties upon Him. You know, it takes humility and faith to give up to God everything. That's just a fact. Okay? That's just a fact. We need to cast all of our anxieties. That's a demonstration of faith because we're not having any kind of reservations. We put everything on the table and say, God, this is, these are my anxieties. There they all are. And then the second thing is be alert, be sober. Your enemy, the devil, is trying to get you. Okay, so the first thing we do is to take the step of faith and cast all our anxieties and then be alert. Be mindful of the traps the devil is trying to put out there. We are commanded to resist him. To, stand firm, to resist him is to stand firm in the faith. Okay? And the third thing is, don't ever think that what's going on in your life is unique to other people. It says that the family of God, the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. So this is not unique to God. This is not something that surprises God. This is not something that you, you can say to yourself, I'm the only one going through this. Not at all. If God is going to be honored in our life, if God is going to uh, really be magnified in our life, then victory has to be all His. And so, you know, if you look at that, you, you have to say to yourself, okay, well, you know, I'm within the will of God. If, if every Christian has to go through the same thing, then we all must be under the will of God. And the promise is this, victory will be secured because God has made a covenant and say that victory belongs to me. All we need to do is to supply the faith. Our responsibility is to supply the faith. Now, we have an enemy, and I, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about the devil, especially it's 2022. How are you talking about Satan and the devil? <laughs> you know, what, what, what era have, are you living in? Well, uh, the devil is a real person. Uh, his agenda is to harass God's people because obviously he cannot harass God. Uh, I mean, so there it is. I mean, you know, that's really true. I heard preachers say that. that if the devil's going to act, he's not going to go attack God. He's, he doesn't have a chance. <laughs> not a chance in the world. But he can, in fact, inflict damage in the lives of those whom God loves. So that's, that's you and I. So what's our, our uh, responsibility to this? Be alert. We need to expose the works of darkness in our lives. We j it's just not an option for Christians. I mean, people think that these are just passing thoughts on a Sunday morning sermon. No, no, no. We have been empowered by the Spirit so that we can expose the schemes of the enemy. That's part of being a Christian. You need to be alert on what the devil is doing. 
I mean, that's, there's an, an entire series of sermons just to, to identify how you know that this is the devil doing this, you know. But suffice it to say today that we have that responsibility. We need to be alert, you know, because, because the devil, you know, can attack us in areas where we least expect, you know. If you watch a boxing <laughs> match, when a knockout takes place, I guarantee you the guy that hit the canvas had no idea that that punch was coming, okay? I remember Manny, when he was in his heyday, you know, he knocked out one of his opponents, and after the fight, he was interviewed, and he was asked, you know, that was a very strong punch, and, and I remember Manny saying, no, 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 that wasn't just the punch. He said, I'm known, you know, in his own words, Manny, Manny Pacquiao says, you know, I'm known for my devastating right hand. I'm known for that. So when I go and, 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 and I'm in the ring with another fighter, you know, I lead him on. I, 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 I pretend that I'm going to go set up the right hand to knock him out. But then again, I will surprise him with a, a left hook. Where he doesn't expect it, I'm going to give him my left hook. And there he goes on the canvas. And that's exactly what the devil is. You know, we, we have no room. To allow the works of darkness to penetrate our daily lives. We simply don't have that luxury. Okay? I mean, if you look at the people in the Bible, when the devil attacked them, it's always during their most vulnerable time. And the Bible says in, 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 you know, in, in the book of Kings, the King David, the greatest king that Israel has ever had, he fell into sin because instead of him fighting the battles, leading his army, he decided to relax on his rooftop. And while he was relaxing, there she was, taking a bath where she could be seen by the king. I mean, that's, that's exactly what we need to be aware of. The devil's schemes, they're real. That's why we're warned in the Bible to look out for the, 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 the fiery darts of the enemy. He's shooting at every corner. And he's setting up schemes. But we have victory in Christ, and it's guaranteed. But we need to be aware. We need to look at what's going on in our life. Look at it with spiritual eyes. Problems happen in life. And at times and places and people and from people that we least expect the problem to come from. But the covenant promise of victorious prayer is this. That things are not going to happen by accident. Sin doesn't happen by accident. The attacks of the enemy doesn't happen by accident. They're not accidental. They're not incidental. They become part of God's promise to provide, protect, and preserve, and purify us according to His good, pleasing, and perfect will. The difference between suffering outside the will of God and suffering inside the will of God is this, that if we suffer under the will of God, He can turn it into good for our own good. And that's the heart of God. That's, that's God's covenant promise to His children. That even bad things, He works out for the good of those who trust Him and of those, for those who, who love Him. It is God's battle. And we win no matter what. And, and that promise is one-sided. We just supply the faith. 
and God assures us the victory. In Hebrews 6, 13 to 14, you know, I know it has something to do with, with God's covenant with a nation, but look at what it says. It says, when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. So, so God has been known to make this unilateral covenant, this one-sided promises. And I'm looking forward to that every day of my life. Because I know, like you, you know, we all have our vulner vulnerabilities. And we need to understand that God secures the victory for us, but we need to put our trust in Him. Don't you believe for a moment that just because you're, do you're going through some difficulties, that somehow something uh, is wrong or somehow God is abandoning you, you would know when something's going on, you would actually know if the problem is coming from you rather from God allowing it, okay? We, we, we don't have to talk about that. If you're a follower of Jesus, you know right away that this or that happened simply because of your own doing. Whereas if God is sending you something to purify, to, 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 to strengthen you, you will know it is from God. It was God's choice. It's a unilateral, uh, one-sided decision uh, that, that God gives you victory. But we need to be able uh, to withstand and to stand strong in faith, okay? But pastor, I, I, I struggle with this thing and with that thing and that other thing, and I feel God is abandoning me. Don't listen to that kind of talk. God doesn't abandon us. The Bible says that the Spirit has been given to us and He will abide with us forever. Okay, God hasn't abandoned us. But the devil comes in and he whispers, Ah, God's not paying attention to you. You just keep falling and falling and falling. And You need to stay on the right road. And that right road is trusting in God no matter what. Okay? I, I look at our congregation. We're a small congregation. I can honestly tell you none of us, <laughs> you know, not every one of us, are, are going to enter heaven, you know, 100%. I mean, that's just a fact, all right? You know, I, I, uh, I, I, I drive a nice car, nice enough, all right? And I drive it, and it runs smooth. And sometimes the road is rough, and I, and I you know, I don't hardly feel it because I got good shock absorbers, you know. And I'm not I'm bragging, all right? You know, whatever. The road can be wet and I'm still steady because I have a good car. Okay? But that, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't the car that I used to drive. I used to drive a clunker. And I hit the same road. And I tell you, I feel it if I hit a cotton ball. That's how bad a car was. But you know what? If you stay on the right road, you'll get where you're going. You'll get there. So some people will get to heaven smoothly. Some not smoothly. <laughs> But stay on the road. Don't make a U-turn. Don't turn left. Don't turn right. And most certainly, don't look down while you're driving. If we are under God's hands, we will be victorious. We will get there. Okay? Don't ask me, uh, why, has, why do some people have it better than others? Don't ask me that question. Ask God, because I don't know the answer to that. All I know is if I stay on the road, no matter what's on the road, I'll get there if I put my focus on the road. Some, maybe some, some of you there are struggling so much to keep it together. 
don't go off the road. You have a clunker. You don't have a 4 by 4 That's just a fact. <laughs> All right. Don't drive that thing on the snow. You know better. Some of us will enter heaven clunky. Stay on the road. We'll get there. Finally, the guarantee of victorious praying is it's not immediate, but it's always ultimate. Look at verse 10. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Underline after you have suffered a while. Oh, we don't like that one. We don't like to hear that. We want immediate answers to our prayers. I know I do. We, we are a generation that wants instant answers. Isn't that right? That's true. We want answers right now, you, you know. But, but God's victory, the victory that God gives us in prayer is not always immediate. Sometimes it is, but for the most part, it's not immediate. But it's going to be ultimate. Victory is going to be ultimate. But we are people who really like things right now, immediate. Oh, pastor, when is this sermon going to end? See? I know, I know what you're thinking. I'm in your head. But after you suffered a little while, ultimately this sermon will end. No worry about it. Okay? I'll put on a good word for you. But this is important. Uh, you, you know, it, it becomes a crisis of faith every time we think that God is simply going to be there to to answer, I was watching a documentary about uh, the royal family, and, and I, I saw this thing about, about Henry VIII and uh, about how his bedsheets uh, were made. And <laughs> I mean, these were made by, by hand. I mean, it takes three years to make one of these things, okay, because they have no machines. So every strand of... of of cloth will be woven together by hand and the design and the contours must be followed to the dot and um, after all these years of intense labor uh, you know the, the only reward that those people doing this is simply to please the king and the king in turn gives them a reward of some kind prayer must be like that it takes wrestling with God sometimes. It takes wrestling with the situation. Sometimes it involves meticulous uh, petitions. Sometimes it, it costs a lot of time and energy. We can go on for many days and many months and many years praying for something before we can see a breakthrough. But when that breakthrough comes, it's ultimate victory. God is never going to waste the time that you and I spend laboring through, trying to speak to Him, trying to find His will. God doesn't waste anybody's time, especially when it comes to prayer. Everyone who prays in the name of Jesus will ultimately be victorious over sin, over sickness, and even death. Maybe not immediately, 
But ultimately, we win because victory is guaranteed in Jesus. Paul wrote this to, to Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, verses 7 to 8. Listen to these words. You have heard this a thousand times. Paul says, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Don't give up praying. Don't stop. Let's renew our commitment to pray to God accurately, sacrificially. And we will receive victory, not temporarily, but ultimately. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.